Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called Thoughts. What do you do with yours? But first, I apologize for the gap in morning briefings. Behind the wheel of my car, I was rear-ended while at a stoplight on September 21st, and unfortunately, the ramifications of it have continued to get worse in my back and neck. It is my highest aim to send instruction, encouragement, and inspiration from the Word of God daily. Please know, when there is an interruption, something has impeded that aim. You are always in my heart, mind, and prayer, dear ones. Now, thoughts. What do you do with yours? It's common for preachers to talk about giving our hearts to God. It is less common for them to talk about giving our thoughts to God. But are we not the sum total of our thoughts? We can experience the sweetness of time alone with God or some meaningful shared worship experience and leave that space and find ourselves feeling cut adrift, alone in a world filled with arrows shooting at our minds, demanding our attention in so many ways. The arrows come from an email request from a colleague, a phone call from the school regarding our student, A just-opened bill may be marked overdue. The nagging thought we have not worked out in three days. Or an unreturned voicemail we see on our phones. Instantly, our thoughts go with the arrows, first here, then there, and our minds exhaust us. What happened to the sweet space we gave to God 30 minutes ago? Where did that feeling of peace, inner peace of mind go. Do you ever stop and think about what you think about? As you walk along the road, what is running through your mind? As you drive down the way, how many different trails will your thoughts take? I, your thoughts, are they more likely to be good or something far less than good? Positive or pessimistic? Valuable or destructive? Empowering or deflating? Holy or depraved? Hopeful or despairing? Joyful or worried? Noble or cowardly? Confident or fearful? Contented or never satisfied? Pure or corrupt? Purposeful or a wasteland, lovely or ugly? Are your thoughts more likely to be humble or prideful, admirable or ignoble, life-giving or critical? Indeed, what if all your thoughts from the last week were projected on a white wall? What would they resemble? A minefield, a cesspool, a swamp, or a garden where good things have the ability to flourish. You see, how we think and what we think about is important to God. How we think and what we think about is critical to our own well-being. And how we think impacts our ability to discern the voice of God and to sift God's voice from all the other voices in our head. You see, right thinking matters, especially as Jesus' followers. 
longing to be in communion with Him. As does discerning the origination of our thoughts. It is the heart of God that our thoughts would thrive with that which is good and life-giving. Paul summed it up beautifully. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. It is good to take stock and conduct an interview with oneself occasionally. So, about what would you say you spend most of your time thinking? What thoughts do you have that are pleasing to God? Which thoughts are not? Paul said, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, so that, well, the rest of that verse is in Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Look it up, Romans 12, 2, and finish the sentence. We must give not just our hearts to God, but our minds as well, so that through the power of the Holy Spirit in us, we can take control of our thinking rather than our thoughts running amok, controlling us. If you'd like to read this, print it out, forward it, you can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Powerful Bible Teaching, Morning Briefings, then Matthew, and you'll find this one. Thoughts. What do you do with yours? <laughs>